So everybody wants to know, how do you actually scale Facebook ads? Well, as somebody that is regularly scaling businesses, three, four, five, 10X a year, I'm gonna show you everything you need to know in this video. And this is actually part one of a three-part series on how to scale Facebook ads. And I'm really gonna break down everything you need to know about how to look at the math. And also, how to know what offer you should actually be using and how to build the ads to get it done. So today's video is to understand cash flow and the math and why you should never ever look at ROAS ever again and why the people who say that you need first day profitability to be successful are dead wrong. Today we're gonna change everything. I'm gonna break down profitable scaling margin. This is the secret to growth. If you actually want to have a higher profit volume, this is what you need to know. If you're just interested in profit margin on a little bit of money and then never getting anywhere, hey, this ain't the video for you. If you wanna spend 200 bucks a day and make the most amount of money possible, great. If you wanna spend $10,000 a day, then you should stick around because that is what today is all about. All right, let's take a quick break and get to it. We'll be right back. Okay, this is usually where I tell you guys to like and subscribe and ring the bell and all that stuff, and you should. But over here, that's the link. Scan that right now for the Facebook Ads MBA program if you are indeed interested in leveling up and, and making the single best investment in yourself to have the single best outcome for your business and your future that you can if digital marketing is really what you want to do. If you wanna know my standard operating procedures, how I solve problems, how I look at math, how I build ads, how I manage businesses, and how I look at things beyond just the Facebook platform to take businesses from 50K a month to 2 million a week, and we're gonna break that down a little bit later here too, this is the blueprint. This is everything you need to know. It comes with lifetime access and a whole bunch of goodies. So that being said, if you wanna know more about the MBA program, scan that, let's get you inside of just understanding what's going on. All right, that being said, let's get back to the video. And now, back to our show. Okay, we have to understand something very simple before we get started. You are defining success in a way that makes your marketing look good but doesn't help your business grow. The sad truth is most people, most people, big folks that I know talk on stages all the time, down to the little folks just trying to get by after watching a few dropshipping videos on YouTube, they're still looking at math on how to grow their business in the wrong way. So in order to explain this as simply as I can, let's go for one of my favorite teaching devices, a children's parable. What we're gonna talk about today is the hunter and the farmer. And I'm gonna teach you why hunting well, you might be the best hunter in the world, and that's great, but if you're a farmer, you can build an empire, and it's a lot easier, and you'll never go hungry again. So, let's break this down real quick. Now, the hunter. Hunting is all about collecting more calories than you expend in a day. Basically, getting more revenue than amount spent. A positive ROAS. Hunting can be fun, and the best hunters thrive. You can absolutely be great at hunting, right? You can kill enough things to never starve as long as you don't, you know, break a leg or get sick or just have some bad luck. 
i.e. your ads get rejected, you run out of inventory, or just something happens, you can thrive. And to be fair, there's a lot of ad agencies that are great at doing this. Right up until any struggle in the business happens, then like, look, we got a new client that's gonna pay us more money, let's just throw them to the B team and just start giving the other people the credit. And how many times has that happened to you or people that you know where you can just tell they've checked out? Now to be fair, for hundreds of thousands of years, mankind, men and women, lived exclusively on hunting. Our history is rooted in hunting for survival, but that's cave dwelling. You don't wanna live in a cave. Let's talk about the farmer. So when we talk about the farmer, farming provides a steady flow of food at a set pace. Cash flow that's projectable. Let's take corn for instance. If you put three seeds of corn in the ground in 60 to 90 days, you're gonna have roughly four pounds of fruit. If you make a sale in 60 to 90 days, somebody might come back. Now a single stalk of fruit might produce four pounds of food. And if you take six kernels of corn out of that and you plant that into two spaces, well in 60 to 90 days, it becomes eight pounds of food, compounding interest. And we talked a lot about this in the How Facebook Works playlist. So go check out more details there. The point here is if you farm well, you'll always know when your food is coming next and you'll always know what it is. And if you sacrifice a little bit of it, you can always have far more of it. And the hunter has to win every day or they'll die. The farmer, well, they need to throw some water in the ground and make sure the animals don't eat it. And you can build an empire. Remember that People lived in caves for hundreds of thousands of years. Once they learned irrigation, pyramids were built. I hope that that is enough of a like, oh my God, I'm never going to build a pyramid. I'm never going to build an empire. I'm never going to be able of not living off of the day-to-day -day hunting if I don't start to farm. This is the difference between day one profitability and future cash flow at a profit. This is the difference between ROAS and PSM. We'll get to more of this in a minute. If you're a hunter, you have one job. Consume more calories than you expend or you die. If you're a farmer, well, you can't possibly even eat close to the amount of calories that you provide, which is why you can feed more and more and more people with the same amount of effort. Now, when you're a farmer, you basically have to build your life out of avoiding liabilities. You want to avoid changing the landscape and you want to avoid the distraction of creating instability, right? You don't want to change the type of soil you have and you don't want to try new things that are going to destroy what you already know works. Basically, this means that you want to avoid anything that hinders securing stable and projectable future cash flow. You want to prevent anything from killing your crops. So let's go down, what are some of the most common liabilities over here? Let's make a list. Number one, audiences. You might say, well, I'm testing a bunch of audiences and see what works. We've got these Shopify audiences and Vantage Plus audiences and all that stuff. Let me tell you this, audiences are not what's gonna take you from 500 to 10,000. Audiences aren't what's gonna take you from 500 to 2,000. In fact, once you realize how Facebook works, you realize that audiences are completely obsolete. Here's another common liability, and this one's gonna hurt, ads. How long are you testing ads? Why? If you're able to grow your crops and to invest in the growth of more crops and you're able to feed not only yourself but your entire village and your village can grow, why are you changing the types of crops that you're growing? Why are you changing what you're doing? If you can invest more money into your ads because your business is doing well enough, 
Why are you testing new ads? In fact, if you think of testing new ads, like audiences, and I'm attracting different types of attention. You're basically saying, my business is great. Let me change it. That makes no sense at all. My. Let's talk about two other ones. Landing pages. Why are you testing landing pages? Just like ads, yes, it's great to get better, but do you need to? Let me ask you this, are you successful? Let me put you in a specific frame of mind. Can you spend more money tomorrow on your ads? If the answer is yes, why are you changing it? If you have a store that's really successful, we already said, well, hey, don't try to appeal to different types of customers if you already know how great you can make money on the people you have, there's plenty more of them. By the way, that's audiences. And we also said, well, you're attracting the right attention and you're crushing with everything that's going, so let's not try to attract different types of attention. Your store is great, why change the billboard? That's your ads. Now let's say, you already know who your customers are and they're finding you and you've got great ways of attracting and earning their attention at a profit. So since your store is doing phenomenally, let's change the entire layout. That's landing pages. Why would you do that? I'm so successful, I'm gonna change everything. That's the dumbest thing you could do. And last one, offers. Why are you testing offers? More importantly, why are you investing in testing offers with Facebook ads? Or more importantly, why are you even promoting more than one, maybe two offers at all with your Facebook ads? And what I get back from folks is, well, I'm running 10 different offers on cost caps across the board. Great, so you're running your Facebook ad account like it's Amazon. You can leverage the total addressable market up to a certain point, but you're never gonna grow past it. When it comes to securing future cash flow to profit, one of those items is the best. For instance, I chose corn because we know for a fact that three seeds in the ground is four pounds of food in 60 to 90 days. If I wanna to get to a thousand pounds of food, I have a simple math equation and I can just duplicate it or I can 10X it with a projectable flow of compounding interest. It becomes really easy for me to go from four pounds of food to a thousand. If you wanna go from 500 a day to 10,000, you're not gonna do it by doing five things poorly. What is the single most effective way for you to say yes to adding more budget? How can you put more seeds of corn in the ground knowing exactly what that cash flow looks like? And if you know what it is, why would you plant a thousand other plants? Corn is all you need to be filthy rich. Entire civilizations were built on planting corn. You don't need to do more than that. And remember, more importantly, that's just the fuel to the rest of your empire. You can still sell everything else. Just because your Facebook ads promotes one product doesn't mean you can't sell all of the other things with your email and your Amazon and your Google. Just because you grow corn doesn't mean you can't sell gold and horses and anything else that you want to. To be fair, corn is an American crop, so most people that grew corn and maize didn't really have horses until the European settlers came in and gave them smallpox and abused their religion and all sorts of other stuff. So. That example doesn't necessarily hold up 100% when it comes to history, but I think you get the idea. It comes down to the simple fundamental. Scaling a brand comes by securing future cash flow at a profit and then reinvesting that cash flow to increase the speed at which you scale. Building an empire comes by providing more food. If you know you can invest some of your food into the growth of more food, i.e. farming, then it just becomes compounding interest. How many of the seeds of your food are you gonna put in the ground instead of eating? The more you put in the ground, the more food you're gonna have in a set amount of time. You can't put a dead carcass in the ground and just grow more rabbits. 
It doesn't work like that. You can't take ROAS and produce more transactions. It doesn't work like that. Let's dive in deeper. Let's do the math, all right? So when we look at the hunter's way, here's a nice little thing that you might recognize. Let's say you have a $30 CPA. The COGS are 18 bucks. The AOV is $60. And the LTV is 130 bucks. And the average person buys two and a half times. In this equation, the hunter doubles their money. They're great, right? It took you 5,000 calories to kill 10. Fantastic, you're not gonna starve to death today. But when you take out everything that went into that process, you basically made about an 8% profit. And that is, okay, we can do a lot better. When we talk about the farmer's way, let's say we're now building our offer construction slightly differently. We have a $22 CPA with $18 COGS, uh, $20 AOV, $150 LTV, and let's say the average person buys three times because we're building a business around this, so we're securing more transactions and prioritizing the cash flow in the future over profit on day one. When you take a look at this, you say, well, my ROAS is 0.9, I lost money today. Sure, but you actually make 25% profit on this. Now here's the thing, if you have no food coming in, you can't sustain yourself like that. If you have no money coming in, you will die. But future cash flow builds what we call a revenue floor, meaning your customers from 60 days ago, 90 days ago, last year, they're all buying again. So what if we could afford to lose 10 cents today because of all the previous customers bringing in revenue even if we didn't run out? Fun fact, if you stop running ads today, do you still make money? If the answer is yes, you don't need to be day one profitable. So let's get into the math. We have the marketer's ego versus the bank account. We have the hunter's way versus the farmer. The hunter's way, AKA the marketer's ego, you double your money today as long as you don't take into account any operating costs. And basically net net, you make about 8% profit. The farmer's way, net net, we actually make 25% profit. We make basically three times more and it's easier. And you can scale your business a lot faster when you're making three times more money. So let's break down the equations here. ROAS. ROAS basically means how much profit or credit for each sale can we give to each channel or marketer? That doesn't mean anything to the bank account. Or we can take a look at PSM, profitable scaling margin. This is how much more money could we spend to acquire any transaction? When we look at it the farmer's way and the PSM is a 1.25, when we look at it the hunter's way where it's only a 1.08, well, we could spend so much more money to acquire any transaction. Now, I'm not saying that we should, but that means we could easily increase our budget because our margin's a lot higher. And what happens when you increase your budget? Maybe my Facebook ROAS gets a little bit worse temporarily, but I'm also getting massive lift in search and in email and organic direct and in market share. And I'm going to see more revenue from all of my marketing channels because Facebook is amplifying the entire business. That's how it works. To be fair, one of these will dramatically improve your bottom line and your cash flow, revenue, and growth trajectory. The other has a row as of two. The farmer can afford to spend 17% more money to acquire any transaction and will still make the same amount of money per customer. Again, even at a total loss, they're still gonna see more emails, more searches, and they're gonna get more visitors and more revenue, even if Facebook attribution doesn't take credit for it. So this gets down to scaling geometrically. How many of those seeds from our corn do we wanna put into the ground? 2% each week equals 3X a year in growth. 5% three times a week is 2X a month. 
If you're at 1,000 in January, that's 2,000 in February, that's 4,000 in March, that's 8,000 in April, and by the middle of Q2, you're doing five figures in spend a day. Now maybe it takes 90 days for somebody to come back. You can't start this until day 90, okay? So what you're telling me is it's gonna take until midsummer for us to get to five figures a day in daily spend. What happens if we go a lot bigger? Well, I'll show you a case study of that in just a minute. But first, let's dive a little bit deeper into the scaling geometrically. Compounding interest is real. If you're a $3 million business, you have the potential of being a $10 million business next year. And you simply have to ask yourself this question. Can you afford to spend 2% more this week? If the answer is yes, then your job is to make sure the answer is always yes. And the easiest way to do that is avoid those liabilities we talked about before. Audiences, ads, landing pages, offers. Don't test them with your Facebook dollars because you already have a business that works. Basically, this comes into turning we can't into we are. You only have to be a hunter until the first crops can be harvested. If your second purchase happens on day 90, well on day 91, your blended CPA drops dramatically. While your revenue floor, your LTV, and your PSM go up. Fun fact, if you do nothing, your ROAS is gonna go up too. Why? Because those returning customers are gonna come in. Your MER is going to improve. It basically, whatever metric you're using to measure your business improves. The thing is, MER and ROAS isn't gonna tell you why, and isn't gonna tell you what to do next because they're not legitimate data points that give you actionable information. PSM, on the other hand, says, well, my CPA, I can spend 17% more and still make the same amount of money. That's the example we talked about earlier. Do 2% more. Do that every week. You can triple your business in a year. We said, you know, ads can be a severe distraction and a liability and tech landing pages and offers, like those can be real problems. So what do we do to actually move our business? Improve your SPR your second purchase rate. How many customers that buy, buy again. Improve that number and your LTV will grow extensively. Remember, PSM is LTV divided by the sum of CPA and COGS times frequency of purchases. That's the math that we're doing here. And if you can improve your second purchase rate, meaning you're getting more customers to buy a second time, it's not repeat purchase rate, it's not how many people come back and buy again, including second, third, fourth, fifth sales. No, no, no. How many people go from bought once to bought twice? If you improve that number, you can massively scale your cash flow. You scale your cash flow, you can scale the growth of your business. It's the simplest, easiest way to get it done. Let me break this down real quick because this is the five point checklist that you need to understand on how I'm regularly building empires by being a farmer because I gave up trying to boost my own ego by thinking I'm a hunter because I actually wanted to build wealth and growth instead of trying to build my worth off of taking credit for other people's work. Here it is. Number one, secure, profitable, future cash flow. Number two, pick your best crop and eliminate volatility. Number three, always ensure growth capacity. Number four, keep it simple. And number five, do what you do best. It's really that easy. Getting away from this formula is getting in the way of your success. So real quick to wrap this up, these are all nice words, what does it actually look like? What does this look like in the real world? Well, let me show you some publicly available figures on a brand that a lot of people know me from under outfit. So this is what it looks like month to month to month to month doing this in 2022. When we focused on this, now in all of 2021, we did about 3.5 million in sales. Phenomenal for a first year in business. By the end of 2022, it did 17 million. 
How did I 5X the business? With all the stuff that we talked about. And this is what it looks like. January, we added 250K in rev. In February, it went up nearly 2X. By March, we had a 20% lift. In Q2, the average monthly lift was over 40%. In Q3, the average monthly lift was over 60%. And in Q4, we had, again, almost 60% average monthly lift on top of the previous number. So what does that look like? Well, in 2023, in January alone, we did more revenue at a higher AOV to more customers than in all of 2021 combined. And the net profit on it was a lot higher. Here are the receipts to prove it. I've done this every single year. You can too. Don't miss the next part of this series where we talk about our hero offer and then how to build ads in part three. So with that being said, thank you so much. I know you could be literally anywhere on the internet and I really, really appreciate you spending your time here with me. It means the world to me. Again, check down the links below. If you wanna check out the Facebook Ads MBA program, scan that code right there. If you wanna get this hat and the merchandise, join the newsletter, whatever else, all the information is down below. And until next time, I'll see you on the internet. Bye.